Welcome back to the EO Audio Podcast for the May local elections here in 2016. I'm Tim Trainer. Uh, today we're sitting down with Jim Tibbetts, who is challenging Becky Marks for Ward 1 on the Pendleton City Council. All right, so we're going to keep these two, we're keeping them at 25 minutes, just to make sure, because we've got a lot to go through, obviously, don't want to take too long, so we've got kind of a series of questions we're yeah. asking everyone, we'll have time to kind of let you talk about what you'd like to as well, so, um, yeah, so we'll go yeah, ahead and we'll, start here. Yeah, why don't you start with just a brief uh, a, a biography. Um, who biography, are yeah. um, probably be best to start a biography mainly as pertains to the current situation in Pendleton. Uh, so the reason I wrote a letter of uh, interest in the appointment seat, uh, main reason, I didn't want somebody who goes around saying they've been uh, taxed enough already to just get an easy seat. Mm-hmm. Figure if he can run, I can run. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chalmers put in a letter, and mm-hmm. once he did that, I wasn't too scared about anybody <laughs> anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, he's probably going to make better choices than either one of us, you yeah. know, you know, especially on the short notice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so he got it and mm-hmm. I figure he hasn't proven his refusal to listen to the citizens around here enough to, for me to run against him. So, mm-hmm. okay. then what? It's, it's basically, you know, mismanagement of the resources to start with. I kind of, that's one of my motivators, you know, 35 grand on statues, but the road out here is a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're supposed to be getting tours with the statues, but I think the tourists would rather <laughs> drive on the roads. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I could offer some good, you know, one of the goals that they've continually said they want to get the communication a little bit better. And they've even tried to get grants to get people to come in and set up a communications apparatus for them. I could do that really easy and a lot cheaper than the grants. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Have you lived in Pendleton your whole life? I moved to Pendleton when I was uh, 15, okay. and uh, I didn't like the idea of moving to Eastern Oregon because I grew up in um, Aloha, Beaverton, Hillsboro. I went to school in the Hillsboro School District, and uh, there, there, there is maybe a reason. Yeah, I won't say that. <laughs> I won't say that. Because <laughs> it's not even something I particularly agree with. Okay. Not a nickname for the place I like. <laughs> okay. um, but after moving here, I found that it's not such a bad area. And uh, when I was 18, I moved over to Grant County and got into some trouble and ended up moving back over here. And I've gotten into computer study, and that's kept me out of trouble. And now I'm starting to get old enough that I see problems in the town and think I can fix it. Well... What's to stop me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost anything to file. Mm-hmm. If you want to be in the pamphlet, it's only fifty bucks. So mm-hmm. why aren't more people doing it? Yeah. yeah. Um, just to put this all in context, what, what was your date of birth? Uh, March 9th, nineteen eighty-eight. And what would you say is your hometown? Be Hillsboro? Would that be? No, no. I kind of. I, I guess it's a two-way thing. Uh, people in this area have kind of adopted me, and I've kind of adopted this area. So yeah. this would be more of a hometown for me. And I think I'm, I'm getting close enough. I'm 28. I just turned 28. So 
when I'm 31, I will have lived in the Pendleton area longer than I ever lived down there. Oh, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it was Hillsboro that you spent the first 15 years at. Aloha Hillsboro. I, I actually lived on 198th, um, well, off of 198th on Southview, and 198th is the dividing line between Beaverton and Aloha. And Aloha goes to the Hillsboro School District. I was actually born at Tuolity in Hillsboro. My brothers were born in Portland at Kaiser. Um, I went to school in the Hillsboro School District, so I may be a little closer aligned with Hillsboro than Portland. Okay. And your whole family came out to Pendleton? Or, uh, or? Well, actually, family came to Pendleton in the 70s, and my mom grew up here, and then when she was... 18 and up, she moved to the Portland area, and she lived down there. She married my dad and had three boys, and then decided they'd rather raise their family here in Pendleton. Okay, that's right. And you're the oldest brother, youngest, middle? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Oldest. Yeah, yeah, so uh, do you consider yourself a business owner, or do you you own your business, or how does that? Yeah, I operate. I'm the sole proprietor of uh, James A. Tibbetts Technology Solutions. Okay. How's... Pendleton uh, treated, uh, uh, how do you think Pendleton treats uh, small business owners, and do you think there's a, a place to, a good place to do business? I haven't had any problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's more than supportive when I want to hang flyers, whether they're uh, campaign flyers or business flyers. Everybody's always willing to take a business card. A lot of people even call you back on those business cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I think it's better that the business is going to a local business because with the tech guys, there's guys that come from Boise or Portland and they stay out at the casino, expenses paid, everything, and they work for four hours in the office and it's an outrageous bill. So it's better for the other businesses to hire the local guys too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What what do you think are going to be the main issues uh, coming for city council this this next term? Well, when I was... Seeking the appointment, I wanted to keep this as a ace up the sleeve to not tell the other council members until they had already uh, chosen. But I think one of the things it's something to look into more than it's currently being looked into is uh, the sales of recreational marijuana. Uh, right now, with the current uh, ban on everything, you still have options. You can buy it off the black market, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go to Walla Walla and go to the dispensary there. The problem there is you're committing a federal felony as soon as you cross the state line with any marijuana you buy up there. You can go up there legally and buy it, smoke it, have fun. But as soon as you come home, you're committing a serious crime. You could do some jail time, serious prison time over this. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, the estimate that I've uh, found I like... Uh, Councillor Young said it was something like $5,900 estimated income taxes on recreational marijuana per year. But then Councillor Plute had a significantly different number that came out to about $131,250. It's quite the difference, and I understand that that money's not going to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good start, um, and that's maybe a problem in Pendleton. Pendleton historically seems to want a one solution for everything, you know. And for a lot of years, Roundup was a funding solution for everything, but it's not as popular as it used to be. And I'm not saying Roundup has to go, but we need to look into something else. Mm-hmm. Marijuana is a good start. Yeah. 
So that so that's on the ballot here uh, in November. Yes. Um, and so if 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 that ban is overturned, how how should the city proceed? Well, I think the city needs to um, really have some serious conversations with the individuals that are hoping that it passes. Uh, the people I've talked to uh, have described laboratory environments to me. There's been a few stories that the EOs run about you know, people complaining about the pot smell. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I've gathered, that pot smell comes from people with small-time grows, usually medical grows in their house. Ventilation's horrible in those systems. Yeah, it's going to smell. But these commercial people are willing to put many thousands of dollars into ventilation systems. Mm-hmm. Nobody will smell it. Nobody wants to sell it to kids, and it doesn't even matter. You could allow it to be sold to 10-year-olds, and most people that would be selling it would still not sell it to them. You know, mm-hmm. No, you need to be old enough to drink. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So so they should allow uh, industrial growth. They should allow it. And um, I was hearing something about a a change in the state law where a city would be able to assess something like 3% tax on it. Mm -hmm. Exploit that. Mm -hmm. Exploit that. You know, work with the people in your community and uh, work out some good regulations that keep everybody safe and everybody happy. And that includes dispensaries and also industrial growth and, and, and uh, you know, where, warehouses and you know, and it's, it's not even just marijuana. I think that approach was taken to a lot of business. You know, a complaint I've heard is that uh, a certain business on Main Street is having to wait something like a year to get a sign approved. Mm-hmm. It's a sign. Mm-hmm. Does it have anything offensive on it? Yeah. Is it a sign for a brothel? It's not. So what's wrong with it? Approve it already. Mm-hmm. Somebody has that job. They need to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've, you've mentioned some of the issues. Um, how, how would you help solve it? How would you help make it more efficient? It sounds like uh, you know efficiency is kind of a, a thing you think can be improved. How, how does a counselor do that? Well, we can start with communication. Uh I think out of the current council, I'd have to say uh, Mr. Plute has done a pretty good job of communicating through editorials and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, something better needs to be put into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, something techy, even if it's a corner of the website where somebody can leave, leave a comment, you know. Mm-hmm. Publicize communication a little more and really make it a forefront issue. Because mm-hmm. you need more communication. Yeah, one of the things they've debated. I know that we've talked about is that as a you know a full time public information officer, is that something that you you would support, or is that something counselors should, or, you know that should just be part of city city culture? You know, if the people feed. Oh, having somebody to do the job would be great. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's somebody currently employed by the city that could take on those duties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why create another seat if it can be. Uh, mm-hmm. Combined with another one, yep. So, a counselor makes one or two hundred dollars a month to go sit for eight hours of meetings, and after that, um, there's a lot of press events and everything. But they're paid pretty low. Mm-hmm. They're definitely paid cheaper than a full-time communications officer sure. would be. Yeah, paid. Yeah, even an intern's going to cost more. <laughs> All right. 
Um, yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, so, um, we, you know, you've talked about some of the problems with Pendleton, but to tell us what, what you like about it, what makes it a, a good place to live, and what are its assets kind of moving forward? Well, it's interesting because uh, Pendleton's a historic city, and everybody that lives here knows that, but it turns out that a lot of people across the United States are familiar with it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a certain wild, westy sort of attitude out here. Um, everybody seems to have it, even if they try not to. It just It's part of the place. You get sucked into the spirit of things after a while, mm-hmm. or you leave, and that's usually <laughs> what happens. Uh, there's a certain mode of independent thought. So even the people that uh, you might think of them as a conformist or something, they're, they're more independent in their thinking than a conformist somewhere else would be. Mm-hmm. Um, Roundup's great when it happens mm-hmm. every year once and that's something improved some tourism throughout the year that would that's it mm-hmm. so, and there's efforts to do that you know, the underground tours mm-hmm. yeah okay. a lot of great history around here though right if you take the time to read the books you look at the pictures um, there's a lot of great history okay with uh, technology kind of being your area of expertise, have you looked at kind of the way the city's set up technologically, or do you think that, that they're doing that's, that's uh, they're doing right or doing wrong? Well, I think it's an absolute disgrace that the computers that are in the library for public use are the same exact computers for public use with the same exact operating system on them that were available for public use when I moved here. We were talking about Windows XP machines with weak processors. They're not even safe. I, I had to pay some fees at the uh, the city hall, and I had to get into my bank, and I didn't have my phone yet. And I had to go home, use the computer, and then go back to the city hall because the computers at the library just weren't up to snuff, and the bank said, no, we're not going to use that computer. Um, that needs fixed. <laughs> One thing we've been doing, we've been recording council meetings and putting it on YouTube. I mean, that, you know, talking about communication is something that, you know, it's a little bit of an asshole. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, yep. it takes a little bit of time to upload it, but I mean, is that something you know, that provides your internet here? Uh, WTAC link? Yeah, so you've got 100 megs up, 100 megs yeah. down. Jeez, 3 gig files should take you 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So uploading is not really a problem. But, so as far as the city goes, then I mean, like, is, is that something the city should be looking at ways to to embrace technology, embrace that? Or oh, absolutely. Um, live stream them. Yeah, somebody doesn't want to make it um, for whatever reason. Live stream it. A lot of people like live streams. I don't much care for them ex- unless they're like Microsoft Virtual Academy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then what would that cost the city? I mean, again, just kind of speaking in your area. Well, cameras would have to be purchased. Uh, adequate network would have to be installed. Thousands of dollars. Oh. But once it was in place, you could use it for five or ten years before you had to upgrade anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's nothing like a five-year-old street sweeper for two hundred grand. <laughs> Which 
All right. Well, any other thoughts on on the race? How, what would your, what's your campaign look like? Are you are you knocking on doors? Or are you? Uh, I've been concentrating right now in the downtown area and flyering down there. Uh, only had three businesses turn down a flyer, and one of them was just because they didn't want to support one candidate. So I'm working on something to get some other candidates involved, and then they'll have a flyer too. Engaging with the voters face to face to see you're oh yeah you running for ward once or are you knocking on doors down there yet or are you I haven't moved into the residential areas yet okay. but that's do you intend to I mean, yes okay. um, what's, what's your one you know usually I, I'm sure you've talked to someone for council before what's your what's your thirty second pitch what, what do you what do you say just when you come up with someone and what's your what's your opening line. I introduce myself, tell them what I'm doing, and say, I don't care if you vote for me, I just want you to vote. Okay.